Welcome to the Savvy Scribe Podcast. I am so glad you're here. Before we start the show, if you're interested, we have a free Facebook group called Savvy Nurse Writer Community. I appreciate you following and listening to me today. And I would love if you would subscribe via iTunes. And if you love our show, can I ask you for a review? Select ratings and reviews and write a review. It's that simple. I would love to read your review and it helps other nurses like you find our podcast. Thanks so much. Welcome to the Savvy Scribe Podcast, a podcast for healthcare professionals who want to build a profitable writing business. I'm Janine Kalbach, your host, and I am a mom to two boys. I'm a wife, a great Dane lover, a registered nurse, and a content writing business owner. I am committed to help you moving your business forward because I've been there. I get it. I understand that life is busy and distracting but many of us are burnt out at the bedside working too many hours and are ready for a change. Every week I will deliver actionable advice and thought leaders in the industry to help you move along in your business. Welcome to the show. Today's five-star review comes from Bliss27. Janine gives so much information here for free. I like her interviews and with other writing professionals. And I think all over, she is an asset for the health care writing community. I have learned so much about starting a freelance writing business that I had no information about prior to this podcast. Well, thank you, Bliss. Thanks for being part of the star listeners. If you guys want your own star listener, shout out here, come on over to Apple Podcasts and leave me a review. I'll be happy to share it more than happy to share it here on the podcast. Right now, you can save $20 on our mini courses, plan, create, launch, land, and grow for $139 down from $159 until August 31st, 2020. Go to com and click on courses. Hi, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Savvy Scribe podcast. Today, it's just me, no guest, but I am coming to talk to you about a really cool topic that is not only going to help you now in your business, but really further in the future. And so take this as it is that this is your future talking. (laughs) Do as I say, not as I did. And I am trying to make your journey a little bit easier. So back in 2015, when I started my business, I used Google Docs, but not to the potential that I use it now. And I used paper and pen, and I used Microsoft Word even, because I thought that's what everybody still did. And shockingly, a lot of clients still do. But I also started to do this little process, probably in 2017, that really has helped me in my business now. And that is the good old model of nursing, right? If it wasn't charted, you didn't do it. And how I'm going to put that into perspective today is writing down what you do as you go or it wasn't done. And the way I mean this is because eventually in your business, you're going to want to outsource some things. And with that, you're going to have to onboard people. And doing that in a strategic way is the only way to do it. Because if not, you're going to have to redo stuff. You're going to have to 
edit things and it's going to actually give you more work than if you just did it yourself. You know, it's really, I've done it again. You know, this is why I'm here today to tell you from my mistakes. So jumping into this process, writing down what you do as you go, what do I even mean? So for example, and this is after you get a client, we're not even going to go into the whole client onboarding that's actually inside my course. This is just about you getting an assignment and what you do. And you know, why would I even talk about this? Like one day, are you just going to outsource all your writing, even though you're a writer? I don't know, you might, but you might actually use this in the future to just make sure you have a checklist every time you go. And what I'm going to go into is definitely modifiable. You do what you want with it. So for example, you get an assignment, right? You Some client tells you this assignment is due, congrats, your pitch is you know, accepted or we don't take pitches. This is the assignment you got. And you're going to, you're going to write it down, right? You're going to write it down somewhere, put it in your calendar. And I'm going to use Google for this exercise because this is what I use. And this is what works well for me when it comes to client work. So put it in your Google calendar, make a new type of calendar for your assignments only. This is really helpful because it will tell you when deadlines are coming up. You can also use a tool that I love called Trello and actually put in there your dates when things are coming due and it'll put it on your Google Calendar for you. So use it. The next thing you might wanna do is create a folder on Google Drive and put that client's name as your folder. So client A, for example, and then you have the subfolder of maybe when you're sending that over or maybe drafted or whatever that might be. You might put drafted assignments. It all depends on how much work you're getting from this client. But for the sake of trying to keep this simple, I'm going to say one assignment. So you get your one assignment, you make a folder, client A. Inside that folder might be drafts. Okay, put that in your draft because you haven't started it. It's just in there, right? Then you start to research and plan. This is something you want to write down in your process because research and planning is a huge part of writing. So you start to write down research and plan. Now, what I want you to think about trying to make this a little more deeper is what you're actually doing in the research. Yeah, I know you're researching, but what does that entail? Do you research three sites? Do you research five sites? Do you go to your textbooks? Do you need to conduct some interviews? How are you doing this? Plan it out and write down how long it takes. Because not only is it going to help you understand your process, it's going to help clients understand the process because you can turn this stuff into deliverables and the process behind what you're doing. So when you write up a proposal, putting in your research time is really important. So then you get to your first draft. And if you listen to episode 61, Double Your Writing Speed with expert Daphne Gray Grant, you will find out that it is very difficult sometimes to write your first happy draft, which is what I love she coined in that in her book. But basically, you're going to make your first draft, right? Write down steps to doing that if there's a process you do. Then you're going to get to an edit phase. So right now, your next step is edit. What does that entail? Do you use a certain platform? If you use Grammarly, do you incorporate it in your Google Docs or are you actually taking it over to Grammarly site? Are you using something different? Are you paying someone to edit your stuff? Whatever that is, again, 
make sure you document it. And then hopefully you get to the end and it's time to invoice. So deliver an invoice. So now maybe you've moved that article from your subfolder of drafts to final. And then inside that final folder, make another folder and put the date. So say it's December 25th, right? Let's do Christmas. Throw that article in your December 25th folder and send it over to your client. Now, there is another side to this that I do that includes a spreadsheet so that you can keep track of your portfolio and your assignments and your links so that you can share it into your network. So you then can take that article, put it under a client name on a spreadsheet and highlight a green when they pay you or just highlight a green that you sent it to them, whatever that is to you. And then you know you have your sample right there ready to go. So then when clients ask you for samples, you just go to one spreadsheet and see what you've done. And this also helps you keep better track of your assignments and what's open and what still needs delivered. Um, this is how I manage a lot of writers that I work with. So after that, you are going to then add and this is something I do again, everything is modifiable is how I like to say it. You can take then that money that you invoice, say it's $100, take your $100, put it over into an income spreadsheet, client A, $100 and highlight it red. When that client pays you, highlight it black or highlight it green, whatever your, your color scheme is gonna be when things are complete. Then you can use that Excel spreadsheet to add up how much you've made that month. So again, why do we do this? This is going to help when your business changes and I promise you your business is going to change the longer you are a writer. There's not many writers I know that just do writing all the time. They end up doing other things. And another example I want to give because why not, right? We're all different types of writers is an example with blogging. So this is going to help you because later on, you might wanna offer blogging services to a client and not just the writing services. So an example might be, first, again, we're gonna make a folder on Google Drive to just keep our stuff organized. The next thing you might wanna do is some topic generation. Start thinking of different topics. And we'll just say this is your blog right now. So say you're a nurse and you wanna write a blog about I don't know, cardiopulmonary disease. <laughs> and you start to do some topics about that. And then you want to do some research. So now you have each topic. You want to maybe do some topic buckets, for example. You could do three different areas that you really want to focus on in your blog. And then all the different types of titles that you want to work with. Take that title, move it into a new Google Doc, and you are in a research phase again now. Again, you're going to write down everything you do for research. Are there some articles you like to, to base some of your thought process out of? Are there certain sites that you really like? This is all part of the research phase. Then the draft again. You're going to write your happy first draft <laughs> and then format it. Okay, so this is where it's a little bit different than when you do a assignment for a client. Formatting is a big deal. If you've never done WordPress or Squarespace or wherever you're hosting a blog, it's time consuming at times because you wanna start making it 
readable to the audience. You're going to have to start using headline generators. You're going to have to start using H1, H2, bullets, lists, white space, images, alt text, meta tags. And I'm not trying to scare you here out of blogging. Blogging is a very simple thing to do if you have a checklist. So get a checklist, make a checklist. The next thing, you know, within the blog, you're going to have some images. Okay, so you have to go look for images, right? There are a couple places I like, Pixabay, P-I-X-A-B-A-Y.com, and Unsplash, U-N-Splash, like you're jumping in a pool, .com. Those are two, two places that I like, and you could download those images for free. It's stock imagery. The next thing you can do is add the blog to a platform. So if you have some sort of place where your blog hangs out, you want to add it into the queue for scheduled content instead of just drafts. If you start ju just drafting everything, you may not go back and actually push it out. So schedule it to go out. And then you want to look at maybe some social stuff. Make sure your social accounts are set up to make sure that your blog is going to be shared. And then add that to your content calendar. Again, do a spreadsheet so you have what articles you've posted. It's an easy look rather than going back on your blog and trailing through what you've already published. In the future, you are going to want to outsource as your business grows. Like I said, in this blogging stuff, some people are like, heck no, I am never, ever going to do that. I don't want to ever learn SEO. I don't want to ever learn meta tag or whatever the heck you just said, Janine. I don't want to learn any of that. And that's fine. It's your business. And that's what's so cool. You get to do what you want. So until next time, my friends, remember, if it wasn't charted, you didn't do it. Take care and go get your write on. This episode is brought to you by my very own course, Plan, Create, Launch, Land, and Grow Your Health Writing Business. Inside this course, you will find the complete roadmap from knowing nothing about freelance writing to launching your very own profitable health writing business. With 45 plus lessons and an opportunity to earn CEUs, why wouldn't you try it out to escape that bedside burnout? If you want to start a new PRN job instead of picking up more and more hours extra at the bedside job, join me and plenty of other nurses by going to www.thesavvyscribepodcast.com and click on courses. Back That's a wrap show. for today's episode of The Savvy Scribe. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed today's show, we'd love for you to subscribe and leave a review on iTunes or your favorite podcast app. Until next time. Again, thank you for listening. If you're ready to explore if freelance writing is your next PRN job or even full-time, I invite you to check out our Savvy Nurse Writer community on Facebook and visit SavvyNurseWriter.com to help you get started today.